Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum PI, is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnet. Yeah, just a magnet. Come on, Cam Ashi. We said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah, bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, deer right there. Yeah, like, and he's 30 already yards. thirty yards. Yeah, he he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at one forty in the afternoon, back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yards shot. Sent the combat veteran, and I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you kill that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt. And leaving a legacy. Baller rut. All right, guys, we're coming at you, uh, kind of double dipping here. We uh, we had some news released. We wanted to do it with these guys, so it's going to be released on our platform and theirs, um, which in the end reach more people and uh, kind of make this collab official. Um, we're sitting here with the uh, Last Breath guys, um, Grant and Garrett. Uh, appreciate you having it up in your studio to podcast again <laughs> for us. So We're just happy to have this, man. We're excited as much as you guys are. I think this is going to be the beginning of something pretty awesome. So this episode is going to be a collab of kind of our style and their style um, and released on both platforms. I think it's going to be actually pretty good. We're, we're kind of like trying to figure out how to play this out, but in the end, once we start bullshitting and talking, it, it always ends up okay <laughs> yep, i would say so <laughs> pretty solid so well uh we're at we're at your guys's house so 
Go ahead. You got it. What you got? Sure. So, uh, like you guys said, it's uh, Grant here. I'm uh, the one who's talking right now. Garrett's the one across from me. Say hello, Garrett. Hello. And then we obviously have Ryan and Cody. And uh, this is a reminder that every Monday you can listen to a brand new episode of our podcast. We call it the Huntcast, uh, home of the Huntroversy on iTunes, Spotify, and Libsyn. And every Wednesday on Prime Rib Day, you can still tune in to the Whitetail Legacy podcast. Um, right in their ear holes. Right in right the ear in holes. <laughs> I really I really like the controversy that you guys came up with. I listened to some of those. I'm like, man, this is this is good stuff. It, I think if more people would listen or find it, they would really like it. Because some of them are like, you start listening, you're like, damn, I don't really know what side I'm on. And it's it's good that you guys kind of have you guys have the same personality, but you kind of have a little bit of a clash sometimes. And I think that adds to the <laughs> episode. You know what I mean? Because mostly just when it's how wide deer are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that adds to the episode. Just like you know, homie's always the guy that's bringing me back down. Like you got to say this, you got to do this. I'm like, I need that in my life because <laughs> I forget half the shit I'm supposed to say at the beginning. <laughs> One thing I do like about the Hunterverses is you guys bring facts to the yeah. table, present the facts. That's something that gets lost in the industry very quickly, I feel like. And it's nice to hear the facts about what you guys are talking about most times. And then you can get on to which side of the table you guys are on. And then also discussing the other side of it, too. So. There's never been an episode that I listened to that I didn't like Google something or <laughs> dig into more of like the stuff going on. Because I... Most of the time, I'm like, "Holy shit, this really happening out there?" Because <laughs> I just, I'm not real in tune with, you know, what's going on until someone puts it in front of my face, and then I'm kind of in it. But we, when we came up with that idea, Garrett was the one that came up with it. We wanted it to be super um, objective instead of subjective. You know, it's really easy. I feel like hunting podcasts, especially, have given a way for outdoor industry influencers, um, podcasters, people in the industry in general to go on what I would like to call a, a rant. And I feel like this is like the acceptable place to do that is in, you know, the podcast world. And I feel like uh, it's really easy to get ranting on some, you know, a hot button issue. But that was the thing that we wanted to do when we started the controversy was to make sure that we covered both sides equitably. Um, you know, like me personally, I'm a mechanical broadhead shooter, but I'm not going to, you know, be pissed off at a guy that shoots fixed. But I want to talk about it and I want to talk about why each person shoots what they what they shoot and the benefits and drawbacks just like the other day um when um we were talking about neighbors you know would you rather have a very experienced hunting neighbor or would you rather have a very novice hunting neighbor and i feel like that's you know a scenario that lots of people are going to put themselves in in a it, you know in their hunting career at a time or two they're going to have the guy that's banging down the big deer every year next door but they could also have the guy that's his very first year hunting so it's just interesting food for thought more than anything. We're not trying to pit any one side against one another. We're just, you know, it's kind of just a collective idea to just kind of express your thoughts and opinions and things like that in a good way while examining both sides. And it's brave, too, because you're kind of putting yourself out there, <laughs> well, which we, a lot of people don't. You know what I mean? They're too scared to talk about the edgy, edgy stuff, and you guys are just sending it. So well, There's been several. Like, we have a little group text that we got going on, and I'll be like, What'd you guys think of that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, did we cross a line there? And you're like, ah, you, you, you need to ruffle some close, feathers. But, close. But, but it's you, good you to cover cross your a bases. line. It's good to cross a line, though, because there's nobody, there's very few people out there crossing the line. Everybody's playing the edge. They're worried about what people think about them. They're worried about this. They're worried about that. And uh, 
like I said, like Grant said, you guys do a good job of covering both sides, you know, fairly. But then you state your opinion. Everybody's entitled to opinion, and mm -hmm. the listeners might might not agree with you, but they also might listen to some of your, uh, you know, opinion and be like, well, shit, I never thought about that guy's side, and it kind of grows on you over time. Or there's just maybe some hard-headed guy out there that's like, nope, this is it. <laughs> this is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> My way or the highway, I'm a fixed broadhead shooter, and I don't even want to acknowledge that mechanicals exist yeah, in the yeah. world ever. So. Well, let's like the real reason we're here, though. Let's address yep. the big yeah. elephant in the yeah. room, right? And uh, you guys break the news. So the news is, is we all our video content and the YouTube side is we're going with last breath. Um, and the main decision behind the whole, the reason behind the whole factor was friendship. We got together. The last three years, me and homie, we were talking about every the funnest times we've had. Like the funnest times. Because when you do something over and over and over, it gets monotonous. It gets tiresome. And just like our last episode, without change, shit dies. It gets, it, you know, it, it gets stale. You know, and that's, that's what we were talking about this year. We're, we love podcasting. We don't want to lose that. But the video side was kind of getting stale for us. You know, and we thought back to... Where do we have the most fun, like in in the hunting industry or doing something hunting related? And it was always with you guys, like every time, the, the ATA yeah ATA <laughs> show, the launch party, coming up here and podcasting, you know, just talking on the phone. We trust you guys, you know, as brothers. You know, what I mean, and it's hard to, it's hard to say here we're we're gonna do this. This is what we're gonna do. But we've talked about it multiple times. Like, man, I wish we could just do that. Like, wish there was a way we could just go for it, but it comes back to, man, you put all this work in, you bought all the gear, you know, let's try this on our own, but it comes to a point where you're like, it would be better off suited for both parties mm -hmm. if we could just get together, and there's not a lot of people in the industry that are open to that or doing that. There's not a lot of people that are going to go say, okay, I'm going to lose this part of my brand and give it to them. And there's not a lot of other people that are trustworthy enough to say, yeah, we'll, we'll add you guys in. Cause it's a, it's a big risk. You know what I mean? You guys know us, you know, better than another <laughs> staff or maybe that you have, you know, cause we're, we're close. We talk a lot. Oh, we don't have staffers. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, we've said it openly. Like we, when we set out to do this, when Grant and I did, we're like, man, we just don't want to have that dynamic. And that's why we kind of have best friends as teams and yeah. best friends as, as, part of the group you know mm -hmm. we we've all we've we've wanted to expand our our group you know uh, grant and i've talked about it for probably 16 months now on how do we how do we be able to tap into to just generating more content right the people that that watch our stuff and listen to our podcast and follow our social they're they're always yearning for more because there's only so much that really four or five people can can produce and we, we just struggled with the confliction. It was like, okay, oh, this guy's a good hunter and he's, he's shown interest, but, but he's just, he's, you know, he's not one of us, right? We don't, we don't text each other. We don't have a group text. We don't snap each other. I don't get pictures of, of homies balls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you get me every time on the snap. I'm like, I'm opening up. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> and so like, that's why like, it was a no brainer when this kind of started yeah. happening and talking you're right. Everybody kind of wants to be hesitant at first because there's these dynamics, right? Mm -hmm. You guys have a very strong, prolific brand and, and we want you to keep growing that. And we obviously want to keep growing ours. And it's like, well, this is just why, why not? And yeah. how, how can we do this? It's right that we, 
lift each other up, that it's a symbiotic relationship. It's not one-sided or you're coming on to us or vice versa. It's just, it's a collaboration is the best way that I think we can put it. And it just, it works. You're friends of ours. You're, yeah. I mean, ever since the beginning. Yeah. You ever know? since we went to the, that first launch party, yep. we were like blown away, not just by like you guys' quality, but your professionalism, how, you know, you could have kept all that gear yourself, but you're giving it away to other people. You know, your humbleness, you hung around, you didn't know us from anybody. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're going drinking over here. You know, you're inviting <laughs> I remember us out. that freaking first night. Yeah. Homie's like bashing this, this, this company that we work with and yeah. we're like dude have you ever even used it He's, it was it was a freaking hilarious that first night and I we messed it, it, oh we were all all plastered and and that i mean then it goes to we're at ata the first year we're you know it's insane <laughs> then the second launch party you know we're just trying to help out just because you know we enjoy your guys' company we like hanging out you know and we were talking the other day there's just we don't have really close hunting friends we have very few right and if they are if they are our friends they live far away there's not like you can just say oh i'm gonna go hang out with you know grant this this weekend we yep. can do that you know what i mean and yep. we can make that happen and there's stuff that i think we can offer you guys there's definitely you know you guys have way more knowledge in this kind of field than we do you know what i mean the video guys our quality is getting better but you guys have already taught us so much just by text messaging and do this, do that, do more of this, you know what I mean? And that we, we want to grow just as, you know, any way we can. And you guys have helped us grow. Not, not only, you know, camera gear guys, but as hunters, as, you know, getting our fitness in check and shit like that. You've been motivation to, to really step up our game. And we, we just had a conversation after we recorded our last episode. Mm -hmm. I don't think me, and homie has ever been more solid, like together or individuals as husbands and dads and friends, you know. And I wish we would have had that conversation before that podcast because yeah. then I feel like the podcast would have went differently. But um, last February, March, I was in a, a the space Cody's in now, and it's cool to hear him say kind of where he's entering into because I was there last year and. We take a lot of pride in being dads and <clears throat> spending as much time as we can and being interactive with our kids and, um, you know, the same same with being a husband. And um, when you think that you're solid and you're doing, you know, you think you're doing everything right, and you are, but wh where we were or are now is a totally different space. And it is, just like we said on the last episode is um, – when you're at that point that you're so at peace with yourself, then you can help other people and make your day better, make your day better just by saying, well, I texted you guys like two weeks ago. I said, hey, I hope you guys have a good week. Yep. Like nobody nobody does that nope. yeah. most times, you know, but it's just, it's just part of who we've grown into, I guess. And just like Cody said, you, Matt, Jesse, Logan, helping with the fitness side of that, you know, you put out content on your personal story. I yeah. consume it. Motivates me. I go out smashing the gym. Oh, you yeah. guys have done some serious work. But here's one thing that I want to say. The last podcast we did, a quote that you said, Cody, that stuck with me. You're like, I want to build the biggest brand that I can. And he's like, you said, I want to have the tallest skyscraper in the city. But I want to have it not because I knocked everybody else's down. 
but because I built it above everybody else's. And like that, yeah. that's I've never forgotten that. That's a perfect analogy. And that's like very, very synonymly how we think. You know, we we're the same way. We don't want to, we're here to help anybody we can. Mm-hmm. Grant's helped countless people with video editing, podcasting, etc. So, you know, we I have shared literally all of my hunting tactics with new guys, all of my like video or letters on how, how this is how I get permission, right? This is how I get a lease. And that's the way that we want to be. I mean, if somebody once told me, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. Like you, you constantly want to surround yourself with people to make you a better person. Yeah. And so, so I think that's just having you guys on is it's easy. It's a no brainer for us. And, uh, I don't know this, this year could be incredible. 2021, you know, it's off to a little rocky start on the White House capital side of things. Yeah. <laughs> but in the timber, man, we yeah. we have some good stuff in the works. And, I mean, really, this season isn't even over yet. No? Yeah. And then uh, not only, on uh, you know, the fitness side, but when you guys kill, we're like, hell, yeah. It's like we it, we got we got it done a little bit. We're always out there like, we know these we know these guys are going to kill. They're out there. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Savages out there in the woods. And we're like, we got it. We got to get this shit done. You know I remember I mean? the day you guys killed on public. We were like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, send me a picture. Come on, come on, come on. Like, you called us. Yeah. We were jacked up. Oh, it yeah. was during our rotation. It's, it's the same yep, thing. Yeah. Like, going back to, like, our group as far as the last breath goes, mm-hmm. we don't ever want to lose that. Like, no, yeah. like, that luster, you know, that true, like, awesome feeling for other people succeeding mm-hmm. like it just feels great you're so happy for that other person to get it done because you know how much it means to them like that's what we want we don't want you to have some random camera or some random guy in ohio or kansas or you know just off the grid that you talk to three times a year yeah. no like this is it just makes sense i'm gonna say the the last breath team you know just you guys get to see the the work that everybody puts in the ups and the downs and you know, that's why it's so cool to be able to share it with you guys now is because you're, you're going to appreciate it just as much as I'm going to appreciate you when you yeah. kill. Oh, so. yeah. Yep. Man, just going back to that first, you know, the first time we went to the launch party, we were just like, damn, this this is where we want to be. We want to mm-hmm. be hanging with these guys. This is why we started the podcast so we could find these dudes out there that we didn't know. I mean, we didn't know your launch party existed, and it was – 10 minutes from your house. <laughs> yeah. Like if we wouldn't have had the podcast, we might not have went there. And we all, we say it all the time. Friendship is the best thing that's come from the podcast. And this, hopefully what we start here just compiles to, you know, we put our skyscraper on top of your skyscraper and, you know, we keep going. Boom, baby. And just try to be the best we can and add value to an already incredible brand you know i mean that's that's on our end we want to you know we we want to do the best we can for you guys because you guys have already created something that's very valuable and top tier i i believe you know what i mean and uh hopefully we can you know make our video camera work as at, yeah, as good as you guys have done it because you guys have crushed the game yeah that's just what i was gonna say like you know i just i remember sitting there watching your guys's launch party and i just remember like kind of looking over at cody and he just kind of had this look in his eye like holy shit like you know this is it wait till this year i I felt the same thing and just like cody said you know that that's where we want to be and um you know we bought the cameras we got all the gear set up and um it's not as easy just going out there and 
thinking you're going to film some deer, you know. Um, you got to get that stuff in and out multiple times and uh, learn how to run it, you know, get get everything set up for when it's dark, when it's, you know, when it's bright out. So you guys have helped us a ton with that. And um, it's kind of starting to venture outside of the hunting realm for me and Cody. Um, we videoed a wedding in October yep. with Jesse. You know, I, I added Jesse in there. I said, hey, man, I'd really like a third guy just so we're not spread so thin. And, um, I almost landed another wedding last night, but couldn't make it happen. So, um, you know, it, that would have never been in the realm of possibility three years ago, but here we are. People are asking me, you know, Hey, can we, can we get something lined up for that? So that's, that's cool. And that's something that you guys have no idea. It's made an impact, but it's from you guys. So, well, I, Cody was texting me the other day, Maxim called him, centerfold <laughs> i mean it's crazy Who he's gonna thought? have to shave for maximum <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. bit of manscaping yeah. i but talking about what they said grant thinking about i think two of the coolest things bar none that have happened from this is friendships uh, what you said in memories like we've had you know just to rattle off some people that we've met in the industry that have been like long lasting friends you know jake hofer obviously is one who started with him when he was in college you know, let's Brian Morley, Shane Jones, Mike Lemansky, Pete Gentry. Like these guys are like people we talk to on the all the time now on the fly. And when you think about some, I don't know, company connections like Kayla Howard, she's moved a couple of different companies, still a really good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And and when you start getting into like some of the other bigger names that are out there, it's like, man, we're, we we kind of rub elbows with them. Like Blake at Badlands and Tim Ensley at Badlands. Like you know, we know them now as friends and it's pretty cool to see that and then you look at the memories and yeah there's a lot of them that are in a deer stand or or out on the stock but like you guys talked about some of the funnest ones were like the parties like mm-hmm. your birthday party oh, oh yeah that God. was awesome that was a ton of fun <laughs> like that ata show the last one <laughs> Dude, that was there are that videos that nobody fun. will ever see <laughs> there are videos that no one will ever ever see but it was oh so much fun. We were all wounded soldiers the next morning. Oh god. I was yeah. almost literally a wounded soldier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well don't worry. We had we had a green beret on our, yeah. on our side. Yeah. So oh, shout just, out it's, Mike. It's, yeah. It's, we're never doing a thirty two ounce giraffe chug <laughs> ever again. <laughs> You can, ha- I'm not, I'm not going to do it. When they're like, who can chug beer? I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. And then they do a 32 ounce cup. I'm like, oh shit, should have, should have backed up on this. Should have seen it was the, the cup. PBR. The PBR. That was terrible. The bucket of PBR before yeah. I went in there. That was, uh, that was, that was bad. Deal, you guys, but. I just remember like the last thing of that night is there was that bartender that was giving out free shots. Mm-hmm. Down the titty luge, yeah. Like, oh my god, you're just like bending out under the bottle. Yeah, they're just pouring it out. I was like, oh god, this is not. And gonna you end think well. about like now the titty luge. It yeah. was she had yeah. big old yeah. fake boobies shoved together and like. Now with COVID, there's no way oh, that yeah. would happen. No. There's a line <laughs> of guys like just ready to go, go yeah. right in after yeah. the next guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Oh my god! Yeah, One thing I out. remember from that night is we got robbed on the beer pong table. <laughs> it had we a did. substitution. That guy was a shark. Bullpen. He was a shark though. That guy yeah. was solid. That he was really he was, sharpshooter yeah, for sure. Sharp. You've been doing it for years. We played him three times on yeah, three different yeah, teams. Yeah. We barely beat him twice, twice. and then the and third then time he got he just, it. 
And we were so, we were so done by they then. They brought out like 128 ounce towers <laughs> yeah. for us because yeah. we're in the championship game. <laughs> yeah. with beer pong. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, Good yeah, time. Like you can't man. beat this right Good now. Time. Free beer now. Yeah. So. All right, well, let, you got some stuff wrote down. We got. Let's get back to the script here. <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, yeah, I just I had written down here. Uh, why? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered. We kind of covered. We kind of covered why. I think um, a you know a big a big byproduct of the answer why is, you know, geographically you guys are so close. It makes a ton of sense for us to team up. Um, I'm a personal big fan of the podcast. Like I love listening to it on my way to and from work. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think my favorite thing about you guys, it, and it stuck with me just like Garrett's quote, was that first night that that we met you guys, um, you you came up to us and asked us if there was anything that you could do to help us. And that's the kind of people that I want to surround myself with uh, personally, whether it be friends, business, et cetera, just because I feel like um, – I can count on, you know, I, I would need all my fingers and all my toes to count on the number of people in the outdoor industry that I've helped with a video problem, with setting up a podcast, um, with getting their videos produced, getting their videos put on a certain platform, etc. And I could count, you know, out of those 20 plus people, probably on three fingers or less, the person that's returned a favor to me. And th- you guys are one of those. Um, so in an industry, that's th- there's lots of opportunities to you know be more or less uh, a little little slippery and kind of uh one-sided and kind of I'm only going to do this how it benefits me etc and then I'm just going to kind of be on to bigger and better things I know that you've helped with you know some noteworthy people in our area forming their LLC and I've helped a lot of people that are um, you know we rub elbows with occasionally on some video stuff and you know, never really been told thank you, but it's refreshing to find people like you guys. And that's what stuck with me is just, man, these guys are just really good people. And I think that if you're a fan of the Whitetail Legacy podcast that echoes through and that's why you keep going back, it's, you know, it's not necessarily because they're going to talk about the deepest dive of strategy like the Wired to Hunt podcast. It's not like they're going to kill 200 inch deer like chasing giants with Don Higgins, but it is that all of us are people that have jobs. We have a limited amount of time to kill deer and we're just all pointed in the right direction of just being nice to people. Um, and I feel like that's really important in life. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you see, you know, people that aren't that way being successful and things like that. But I keep telling myself that, you know, it's, it's worth it to find people like you guys and to form relationships with people like you guys. And it's just so refreshing to me just because Garrett and I have been at it for for a while you know we've been recording our hunts for about 12 years and been producing it for six or seven and it's nice to just find people like you guys that aren't in it for in it for something and uh we really appreciate that and um how your friendship and how close we've gotten over the last three or four years and uh i mean that's where i'm at i just can't tell you how glad we are to have you guys be a part of this and contribute and really looking forward to sharing your adventures and your film and everything with the launch party and on all of our outlets and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, going forward, you guys are only going to get better and only keep improving. And we just really like everything the Whitetail Legacy podcast stands for. So when you guys said you wanted to team up and, you know, be a part of the last breath and, um, generate video content and, you know, help us grow, um, each other and our brand is 
as much as you can. I know that it was basically a no-brainer for me. Yeah, just like you, <clears throat> you guys obviously know, you know, the YouTube algorithm and the struggles trying to do that and how much content you have to have regularly to, to you know, make an impact there and get it to where you feel like it you want it to be. With two guys, let alone you guys, you know, having running six, um, it's tough. And, you know, we're like, who can benefit from us videoing our hunts, you know? And um, we've had some pretty damn good hunts and been able to capture some decent film. So, you know, it, we just kind of felt like that it would be the right fit for us to come to you guys. And, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that I see and nothing against them, but. They're stuck. Yeah, I just feel like they're stuck. They're doing the same thing every year. They're not trying to grow. You guys are always trying to do something different. You're always trying to improve, <clears throat> always adding something. And I take value in that. You know what I mean? I want to be where it's going. You know what I mean? I want to be where I can be involved and I can help. And there's a lot of teams out there that start up. They're doing good. They're doing awesome. They have a huge following, and then they just fade out. I, one of the main guys loses interest that's running it, and – I feel like if I'm going to, you know, be bought in, I got to be bought in all the way because you guys are. If yeah. you ran this half-assedly, I would feel like I was going to come into something half-assedly. You know what I mean? So taking the step into this, it's it's awesome. It's fun. It's cool. But, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that I feel that you you got to commit because you guys are diehard committed to this. You know yeah. what I mean? So I that's where I want to be. I want to be where I can be – bettered by someone and their commitment's going to be more than mine no matter how hard i try i know you guys are doing more you know you're committed more you're thinking more about it and that's where i want to be where i can help the people that deserve it you know what i mean not someone that's setting back reaping the rewards off someone's kill i want to be the guy this guy's been grinding for you know 12 hours editing this shit or this guy's been talking to these guys and lining this up and doing this when I feel like a lot of people were like, yeah, give me your film. You know what I mean? Right. There's a difference there. there yeah, is. you know, somebody just sitting back waiting on you to, you know, f video that ha 160. Have you killed yet? Have you killed yet? Yeah. We, we've been there. You know what I mean? We, we, we've been with that where we were partnered with someone else right at the rip, right when we very first started this. And have you killed yet? Have, and they hadn't even been out hunting. <laughs> they didn't have a bow. <laughs> and they just, yeah. I, you know what I mean? And it's refreshing to hear that because that's the other thing I think we should preface. Not only you guys amazing people just to the core and you're friends of ours but you guys are good hunters you guys get it done man uh and that's that's something that's worth noting that is not a excuse me easy task like it is something that plays a big deal in it and also what you were saying cody is like having commitment and pride i think jocko willick if anybody knows who he is he said the root of all good things is dedication like you know, if you're dedicated to anything, I don't care what aspect of life or what hobby you have, but if you dedicate yourself to it, you're going to like, that's the the root. That discipline is the root mm -hmm. that takes hold and grows into whatever you want to fertilize it with. So, um, I don't know that, that, that resonates really hard with me. So the fact that a, you're committed, B, you guys are killers and C, you know, you, you feed off of other people's like motivation yeah and work ethic it's like you said you know the there's no one in this room that wants to be the best but we all want to do better than everybody else if that makes sense you yep. know what i mean we all we all want to do our part to where no one else is thinking man this guy is slacking off no one wants to be that guy in this room right 
everybody wants to be that guy. Is like, man, this guy's crushing it, you know. And that's that's the vibe that I get, and that's why we're here. I don't want to be with someone where I'm thinking, and this guy is just not doing shit, and I'm doing it all, <laughs> and I know that that never happened. It, I will always feel like I'm not doing enough, and that's where I need to be because it's the only place I'm gonna get better. Yeah. And speaking about a person that you know does that and kind of carries that mindset, I wish he was sitting to our right right now is Jesse. Uh, Jesse's not here, but I feel like just when I think of you two and how you are, uh, Jesse did something really cool this year for everybody that's listening that doesn't follow him. It's uh, Heinz.Jesse, I believe, on Instagram. And Jesse made it a personal goal of his this year to congratulate every single hunter, uh, buck, big, small, doe, etc., on their harvest. And uh, he said, every single deer that I see on social media this year, I'm going to tell the hunter congratulations. And that's a selfless thing that he did that took, you know, five or ten seconds out of his day um, that made somebody else's day a little bit better. And I feel like that is the goal. Um, And I feel like I see so much of you guys in Jesse and vice versa. And that's why you guys get along great with Jesse, too. And uh, I just I really appreciate people like that just because, you know, it's it's in human nature to you know be jealous view view negativity and kind of latch on to that and to latch on and and the industry is so small and saturated it can become so ticky tacky so gossipy and just just kind of cyclical and i feel like um jake and i were actually talking about this on the way home from nebraska the other day and we were gonna uh, think about recording a podcast on it but i'll touch on it now a little bit and if you think about like a uh hunting season if you will like what what are we coming into now that hunting season's wrapping up well, it's going to be shed season. And then what after that? Well, it's going to be turkey season. And then what after that? It's going to be food plot. plots. And it's going to be going on a destination hunt out of the country if you're able to. You know, like a person that's going to go hit New Zealand or somewhere way exotic, like high budget hunt in March. Other than that, then we're off to, you know, deer, elk, mule deer stuff, antelope back in the fall. And we're going to ride that out. And it's just so cyclical. And it's like we're on this little Ferris wheel going around and around and around in the outdoor industry. When somebody fucks up, when something bad happens, people latch onto it like a leech. You know, like when the whole Buzzbiss thing came out, when the whole Chris Brackett thing came out. That was hot news for so long. And, it, you know, people still talk about it just because there's really nothing new that happens in the outdoor industry. Sure, there might be a new state record that gets popped here and there occasionally that's like, whoa, blows the lid off of, you know, a hunting season or something like that. But that's what Jake and I came up with. It's like you look at the same thing so often for so long and it's so cyclical in nature that when something different and bad happens, it's easy to latch on to, which is why I'm so glad to have you guys because you've never been like that as long as I've known you. And when we come in here, it's just nothing but fun and laughs and you know, there's a little bit of, bit of business to it, but I just, I like surrounding myself with that too, just because it's negativity is just so, so cancerous and it's easy to get hung up on it. And I just, that's the, the aspect. If I had to pick one, that's my favorite thing about you two and why I'm glad that you're jumping on here and going to be a part of our company that, uh, is what I enjoy. So that's yeah. just kind of the overall take that you know i was just talking about earlier about the place cody and i were at is just eliminating all that bullshit out of your life and just surround yourself with like-minded people who are positive about most everything understand there's stuff that you know is bad there's bad shit every day mm-hmm. but you know when you get around 95 percent positive people or people that find the 95 percent good in everything 
Dude, it is a game changer. Yep. And just to reiterate, is that, I say that right? No, reiterate. Reiterate. Okay, that's why. That's why he's my guy. <laughs> reiterate. You know everything that was said for our listeners. The reason we're here is because you know having two brands is great, but there's going to be times where that was going to conflict with friendship. Maybe going on a hunting trip. Maybe being involved in something we wanted to be in, and we wanted to be. We wanted to be all in. You know what I mean? And that's why. We got we kind of did the public land thing with you guys this year, which was awesome. Which was awesome. You yep. did an awesome job with that yeah. intro. Was freaking killer. Nice. Crushed it. You got you did it live too. So I mean that was a lot of stress on you, editing all that and getting it up. Um, my kids asked to watch it all the time. You know that they're it's super cool. <laughs> but I wanted to be all in just for our listeners. You know how we are. We 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 take hunting seriously, but we take friendships even more serious. So. We wouldn't get. We weren't going to be like, well, we'll give you guys some of our content, and we'll do like a special series. No, if we're in, we're in, you know. And that's why we chose to go this way. In a nutshell, was two years down the road, there might be a mule deer hunt, or there might be, and I didn't want it to be a collab between this and that. I want it to be, we're going out there as last breath, and we're killing some shit. You know, what I mean, that's what hell I want yeah. It to be. yeah. I don't want it to be the red tape bullshit. We're worried about this, worried about that. We're all in it together. Let's go out there and, you know, I, I'm hoping there's hunts where, you know, if a guy needs a, a step in and go on a trip and film, I go film him. You know, what I mean, I, I, I want to go on trips. You know, what I mean, I'm at that stage where, I, my wife's working. That's a game changer. <laughs> get your wives out of school and get them working. That's a game changer. <laughs> That's helping out a lot. I'm, I'm at the stage now where. I got a little bit extra money to do that stuff. You know what I mean? And yep. I want to be like, hey, I'm going to go on a three-day trip and film this guy and have an adventure. Or go, just you like know? you guys' trip and the, and the advice that the rancher told you yeah. guys, just go. Yeah. yeah. Just go. That was huge, man. Just go. Great. Yeah, that was great advice. And it's it's hard to think about that. Like, oh, just go. Yeah, that seems simple. But it is simple. It's the simplest amp- answer ever. You just throw all the bullshit on top of it that makes it complex. That makes you second guess yeah. and wonder if you can make it work and all the other crap. You can always make it work. Oh yeah. I'm look at all the shit I drive. <laughs> you can make it work. I tell you that right now. <laughs> you can make it work. So Well, that's a good way of looking at it. I feel like uh yeah, there's there's you know, like you said before, Garrett, there's two people. There's uh um there. Some, something about being unstoppable. There's two types of people in the world, people that are driven and then people that are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like that thing about people that are unstoppable. If, if there's something of value that is worth doing in life, then you make the time to do it. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think that really resonates. You know, if there's anything that you want to do, you can do it. I think that we're all pretty good examples of that. I mean, we don't <laughs> – there's no law in – you know, the constitution that says that, you know, that we have to get off of work of our day jobs and then go and shoot our bow and then go spend 40 to 50 hours a week hunting outside of work and get pissed tired and run down and edit videos and kick them on the internet and record podcasts and stuff like that. But if there's something you enjoy doing in life, you make the time to do it. Or if it's important. Or if it's important. Everything's impossible until it's done. Yep. Period. The end. So and just yeah. like you're talking about driven people, if you get two driven people, you know, doing something great. If you can get six people, <sighs> driven people doing something, you could really make something happen. Yep. That that could be, you know, awesome for the for the people that have been there putting in the work forever. You know, what I mean, 
And that's all. I just want to be the guy in the back of the car just pushing my ass off. You know what I mean? That's all I'm looking to be. And then when it when you finally get that sucker jump started, I'll I'll I can jog pretty far. I'll catch my ass up. <laughs> this is just gonna be fun. This yeah. whole new year and like even beyond. We've got some you know, if this is this is really big news for both of our brands, but like last breath specific, we've got some really cool stuff in the works and nothing has come to fruition yet. But gosh, if there was if there were irons in the fire, they were red hot and we're just we're we're continuing to stoke that flame and uh you know, with with you guys coming on and, and like with Allie hunting with Logan this season, there's some really cool things that are going to just allow us to break some barriers to get into some other things that are going to be really neat. And uh, that's that's with companies and going on like these trips you talked about, being able to put ourselves in, in, in just awesome, awesome areas to make the memories, to make the friendships, you know, to do amazing things. Sometimes you have to go to amazing places. Yep. So. We just got to go there, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you got to find how to get to A to B. It's not always a line, but as long as you end up there, man, you gotta that's try what to I'm make at. it happen. Hell yeah! Yes. So this is gonna be a fun ride. I mean, I think in the short term we're looking at it. We've got our launch party booked the twenty third. Come hell or high water, we're gonna pack that theater. I don't care what restrictions are there, you know. And it's gonna be which you got a you got an answer on that the other day. So currently Iowa, which is where we're having it, is uh, legal for forty percent attendance, which would be putting us at twenty five percent. Oh, twenty five percent, which would put us at six hundred and fifty seven people. So we would think that we would get that you know doubled, and if we can get to fifty percent attendance on that venue, and we could get about two thousand people there, that'd be a win. Obviously, we want to pack the whole entire thing, but right, you know, we're I'd, uh, it's and yeah. It'd be it'd suck to have to host it virtually again because just hosting we won't we will not that will not happen doesn't do it justice no way not absolutely no but like and the Adler in full disclosure Rick Palmer is the director there he's been amazing he's been awesome to work with and he's like he you know he chuckles though he's like you guys are so different than some of the most of the other people that we host he's like because we've been very hands on like we want to help set up we want to kind of get this he's like dude. Usually the people that we have, it's like we do everything and then they show up through the back curtain, you know. And I'm like, well, f- that's one thing. But I'm like, you got to understand the people that are going to come to this. Like <laughs> if you try to tell one individual that they can't come in because of COVID restriction, I'm like, I don't want to be the person in the way because they're going yeah. through you, man. Like like these are good old boys and gals, you know, God fearing, gun loving, hunting fools that just want to have some free beer, have a good time. Maybe win a trail camera, tree stand, or bow, or whatever, and just have a good time. And he, you know, he appreciates that because I think, I think the crowd that we're gonna assemble is gonna shake the walls of the Adler, and is gonna be something that that place hadn't seen in a little while since the last Rodney Carrington concert. The last, know? the last launch party was insane. It, yeah. The energy it was is insane. just cool. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. There was a lot going on. There was so many people. When the, when the line was like out the block and around the corner and back further, I was like, "Holy shit!" And you had me out there doing <laughs> some, interviews, yeah. interviews people, like some like a TV host, man. Terrible. You did a great job. Yeah, you did a great uh, job. So let's get into yeah, the, some of the would you rather's, yeah. right? This is oh, new sure, for your yeah. podcast. This yeah. is something that we kind of do. Grant comes up with these every time. I, I think they kind of make a a large part of what the hunt cast is. Yeah, so, I like these. I I just. Hit him with There's it. something about, you know, just thinking about things. I think if, 
if there's one thing I learned from being a broke teacher, I think the first year of my job after taxes, I made $24,800, which uh, pretty Piles fucking bad. Of money. Yeah, pretty bad. So lots of times I just go to sleep for fun or think about <laughs> things for fun because I can't afford to go to the movie theater. Um, but, uh, you know, most of my days are spent around thinking about things that don't necessarily have a right, right or wrong answer, which is kind of, well, you know, it works hand in hand with the controversy. But I just like think it's fun to think about these things but would you rather we'll start uh with you cody and then we'll go this way would you rather have an opportunity with your number three buck at 15 yards or your number one buck at 52 52 clear shot 52 <laughs> clear shot yeah 50 52 52 gonna yeah, send it i'm gonna send it yeah okay ryan this year at 52 yeah i'm i'm going number <laughs> one <laughs> Magnum's going to look pretty good there if he's sitting <laughs> he's, at 52. He, he looks he's pretty good at 52 compared to 68. Let's yeah. say that. Oh, man. Yeah? You know my you? answer. 52? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to roll I, that I HHA. Yeah. I'm going to pull back that Matthews. And, and then touch her off. Yep. Okay. Uh, would you rather go ram hunting or caribou hunting? Say you win a caribou. Little, good little chunk of money. Ram is number one for me. Really? Caribou. Okay. I have... I have Almost no desire to shoot a sheep or a ram. Dude, why? why? Car- Caribou is like damn near my number one. Same. Oh Bucket yeah. Bucket list hunt number yeah. one. Yeah. Just I don't know, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be it's. I think to me, me personally, a sheep or a ram hunt, the allure to it is is the hunt because yeah. you are you're way up there. You're not coming down. It's like you're gonna hunt as long as you can literally survive. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you can't get it done in that time, then you have to come home. But other than that, like the animal itself, just, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. I would rather hunt any other ungulate species. I would rather hunt wolves, bears, mountain lions. Like, what about an alligator? Would you rather shoot an alligator or a ram? I want to shoot an alligator pretty bad. Yeah. It's up there. Mm, I would rather shoot a ram. I would rather shoot a ram as well. Uh, number three, would you rather shoot a 10-foot alligator or a 400-pound <laughs> hog? Alligator. I'm going to kill an alligator. Gator. Yeah, gator, duh. But I don't. I don't know. Four hundred pound hog is big. A four hundred pound hog is huge. What are you gonna do? Mount it? Are you gonna <laughs> mount that big ugly thing? I know like a people hog? that have hog. Yeah. If I shoot a hog, I'm gonna mount it. Yeah. Really? Those oh, are yeah. the ugliest yeah, damn things. They are ugly. Yeah. They don't. Everybody does it. Open mouth ugly. with giant tusks. Yeah. You're like, God, that thing looks. <laughs> sick. Jeez. Okay. I've never like, seen a good looking hog. What about you? What would you rather shoot? Uh, well, I just. I know you'd rather I don't do like caribou. The, I. Can you shoulder mount a gator? <laughs> <laughs> With the front arms sticking out, <laughs> right. Arr, like a T Rex, full yeah. sneak. Thing. <laughs> no, I, a, a friend of mine has an alligator skull on his table, and it's just—it's a big alligator too. It's like a twelve footer, and he's got the skull. Jesus. He's got the rug too, but he has a skull all cleaned up. It's—it's it's super rad. That's—that's that's what I want. I just, oh. Oh, all right. Yeah, I—I I, I think I'd rather shoot a pig if I could kill him with my bow. A four hundred. You can kill an alligator with your bow. Uh, they just <laughs> alligators and like sharks and all those things that you kill with kill a boat. A shark. Just I couldn't makes, kill a shark. What? Nah. Oh, shit. I would. All of those flog the hell out of a shark. <laughs> all those things that I see on the internet, I feel like it's just like, all right, we hooked them. Now come shoot them with your bow. Like, would you rather the, eat an the alligator or eat a, a wild hog? Four hundred pound wild hog. That would be tough. <laughs> what was I'd that? rather eat an alligator. Yeah, you'd rather eat an alligator. But I'm I'm just saying like. I feel like alligator hunting is the mountain lion bow hunt yeah, of the water. It Meaning, is. you go up to a lion, it's hooked on there, and then you pop them. What about you the know, guys that call the, the alligators, though? They do that's that. a thing? Yeah. yeah. 
meh. They do that. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> they do that where they call the alligators and get them to come out. That's some. That's some. That's like South, hardcore turkey South hunting. Louisiana stuff <laughs> yeah. right there. Like every mountain lion hunt that I see, ninety yeah, percent of the hunts badass. Them. You know, yeah. like the stuff with the dog is cool. Locating the dog with the collar is cool. The mountain lion when it's in the tree, giving you that look, it's awesome. But then it's just this guy that hops off a snowmobile and waddles over to a tree and plunks a plunks a yeah. mountain lion we, uh, and it falls out of the tree. We learned like, eh, we learned right. this year okay. from a That's guy. Probably not from so me. We we podcast with Scott this year and they have a season for calling for mountain lion mm-hmm. where you can go out there and try to call. They have them a in. dog season and a calling season. Yeah, Whoa. I didn't even know you could do that. But yeah, they have a season and you yeah, it's like two different tags you can draw and then if you draw one and don't get it done, you get preference to the second one, I believe. But because he had a calling yeah. he had a calling season yeah tag. and he's like i don't know how to call him <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, don't know. I don't know what i'm doing but then he ended up getting a, a dog tag also so he was able to get it done and his hunt was brutal he did it all by foot <laughs> like i think it, it was, snowed like two feet yeah, or something see, and that's, the that's the thing i've heard that they're super actually physically demanding oh yeah the he dogs was, do a lot of the work he was it. like i almost died he was like yeah. i sat down in a culvert and he's like, if this mountain lion comes by right now, it could take me easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, number four, would you rather eat tag soup on the year or have an opportunity at your number one buck and you miss him, Cody? Oh God, I'd rather eat tag soup. I can't handle that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, concerning the situation, I'd rather miss number one. <sighs> Man, that would be devastating. See, this is it a would hard be one. It, it would and be I understand both of your answers because what I'm thinking is like tag soup is definitely there's no there's no mental error on that weighs on you. But the the thing that allures me about having a missed opportunity is like You're okay, the game. I've done everything right to give myself an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like, but you don't think about that when you miss a deer. No, You're, the only thing you think about is you just messed up, you <laughs> dumbass. Where's like, the local bridge that's high enough <laughs> to kill me? Because I'm gonna jump off. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. I think I'm with you, homie. I think I I would rather have an opportunity, you know, just as bad as it would suck, you know, the ability to look back and be like, well, I put myself in a situation where I had I drew my bow and I released a shot and and that's on me. And yeah, I, would, I mean, that's that's all I'm asking for now is an it, opportunity. It yeah. would burn like fire, but it would also drive me to make sure that I, you know, shot my bow twice as much and practice every other scenario. You know, sometimes those those Really bad lessons are some of the the best ones that you learn. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That's you a good response. I, I don't know. I'm torn. That's the hardest one I feel like in the group. Yeah, I mean me. here's one. Ask him ask Cody and Ryan the question you asked me last podcast or did, podcast. To Jim? Oh. Would you rather eat tag soup all year long or No, not kill anything all year long. Not kill anything. No turkeys, no coyotes, out of state hunts, no, no coyotes, no deer. Or not be able to go to the gym. One day. Not one day. Not one time. You can't work out. You can't even <laughs> run. You can't work out. Yeah, I'd take tag soup. Me too. I got it. You can't work out at all? No. Nope. I know. That sounds like... I was going to say... I w- that sounds like frat boy as hell saying that right now, but there is something... <laughs> if you start working out, not even if it's like... It goes back to dedication. Once you're focused on something, you got to have it. It's just like hunting. If there was a season where you could not hunt... There's no way you would give up a lot to to not hunt. Yeah, because yeah. you're the, still out there in the game with tag suit. I was gonna say the other side of it is you, you had yeah. probably some cool encounters or yeah, something. If you, you know, say you don't hunt or don't go to the gym, 
F the gym. It's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Garrett get fat com- as hell. I'll be out there barely making it up my tree stand. I gotta be. I gotta have it. <laughs> Garrett weaseled out and said, "Well, I'll just film you." <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's no, that weaseling. doesn't count. That does count." He said, "I uh, could kill you." You still count. get that. You still get those that adrenaline. Right. You still get those. Yeah, you know. Shit, yeah. fair enough. Because you're like you're out there to kill the deer, but you're also thinking, "Man, I'm gonna have like 12 good days this year where I get that close encounter or." I, you know, have a solid buck come by that I pass or something happens to get that itch, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. filled. And yeah. you would have none of that. I'd eat, I'd, I'd have to eat tag suit. But if it was no hunting or no gym, it would be, I got to hunt. That's yeah. just all there is to it. That's fair. Uh, new segment for you guys for 2021. I shot this, uh, thought this one up the other day, Shooter Pass. Specifically, we're talking about deer here in the Shooter Pass segment. And it's just a one-word answer, shooter pass. And then you can add in a little two cents if you feel inclined to do so. Number one, uh, opening day of deer season 2021 rolls around. You have a 138-inch <laughs> eight-point stand-in, um, shootable broadside. Cody, shooter pass. Shoot, we were just talking about, I, I want to shoot one the first day. I, that, that would just be like... I would feel like I had a giant cock that day. I'd be like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Finally well, did it! Isn't that what WLP stands for? Wide, long penis? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it is. No. Oh. I would just feel like I was like, Jesus hell yes. Christ. Finally did it. I thought that's what the acronym was. <laughs> that was. That is the acronym. We're updating <laughs> the iTunes name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to get a lot more plays on accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping uh, into a new marketplace. For two cents, not a nickel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always giving more. <laughs> he always he always got to have the leverage. Um, a legit, a legit one thirty eight. Uh, one thirty eight on the like, button. It's legit, not okay. just oh, I seen a one forty ish eight pointer. Like it's a legit. So yes, he, he I'm shooting one thirty eight. Yep, Garrett. Yeah, I'm shooting that deer. Yep, absolutely. I feel like in in my <laughs> mind when I big looking yeah, that's frame a, deer. That's a big deer. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, when I think of a deer that's and as, as an eight over 135 clean, I'm like, damn, yeah. that's a, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him, <clears throat> you know? So I, I feel like I'm in the shoot category as well with you guys on that one. This one's the hard one, though. A 120-inch mainframe eight-pointer with good mass. So, it, it, you know, it's not like a your spindly two-year-old caliber eight. He's got good mass to him. Like, maybe he's four, maybe he's five. We don't know. But he's not big uh, by a lot of people's standards. But he has a 10-inch drop tine. Sucker's dying. So. Yeah. I get, yeah. A 10-inch hammer handle. Yeah. Shoot? I'm shooting him. Shooting because that drop tine is huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got the smallest G2 it's on hard. an 8-pointer ever. <laughs> he's got a 10-inch drop. Yeah. Hard. The drop tine's the biggest tine on his head. Yeah. yeah, he's got 4-inch ties, but that drop is giant. He's going to pass it? Oh, with good mass, even? I threw the good mass in there because, because That just of that. means his tines are shorter. You get that. You scored the I know. Year. I know. Like, I'm just saying. I know. What if he's 4? I know. What if he's five? What if he's confirmed if he's five, five and he's a 130-inch yes. deer? Once, if he's reached maturity, a, yeah. Right. But to me, a 120-inch eight-pointer, it just doesn't scream. West no. side with I, a 10-inch drop. I put with good <laughs> mass on there as a disclaimer. I know. Okay, that doesn't next time help. I'll be more specific. It doesn't help. Like I'm just trying to think, okay, a 120-inch eight-point in my mind is pretty thin-racked. Not, you know, It's just not a big deer. But now I'm trying to think of a 120-inch eight-point with good mass. <laughs> I'm well, telling I you, Westside. Son of a bitch it's has a got cigars <laughs> for freaking tines. He's just like, look, got think, of Pat's, think of Pat's deer. Which one? 
this freaking really heavy badass eight pointer. That's not like that seven thing. Yeah, I think it's bigger than 120 inches. Uh, it's not. It can't be that much bigger. It's got 14 inch main beams. Yeah, I don't know. He's I'm heavy. just saying he's heavy though. But he's heavy as shit. Yeah. Badass deer. Yeah. I'd shoot. But there's a difference between shooting. good mass and like that deer. That deer's got like six inch base. All right, next time we'll use the word great. <laughs> uh, number three, <laughs> opening day of deer season 2021. A yearling doe hobbles in with what is clearly a broken leg, but it's a yearling doe. The Facebook gods shun you. How dare you look at her? I'm gonna what do you think, her. Cody? Yeah, I'm a killer. I'm killer? Yeah. <laughs> Death sentence. Yep, I'm gonna shoot her as well. Fuck social media on that deal. Um, and that brings us to the end of the Shooter Pass segment. So, um, yeah, I that was wanted fun. more. Yeah. <laughs> you want some more? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just uh, we can. Just, it's okay, a good, I, it's I got one. Good I got one. Yeah, go. Uh, last day of season. Um, a let's see, a 125 six pointer comes out. You have no idea if he's mature, not mature. Just a random buck comes into your few pot, and you haven't killed all year. I'm shooting the shit out of that deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call a December buck. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'd probably shoot that deer earlier in season. Like we've <laughs> talked about this before. You wait, answer first. Everybody's got a big eight. Yeah. Everybody's got a big yeah. ten. Nope. Some people have a big twelve, but nobody hardly. Zach Page has, has a, a giant six, six and it's yeah. like twenty three inches wide. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit, that's it's awesome. ridiculous! Hardly anybody has a big six that you talk yeah. to, and so I would take it. I would yeah. definitely shoot. We I'd had a we had a big six on the lease that we lost, and I told <laughs> told homie I said he's probably like one twenty, and in December that thing is going to look juicy as hell. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, he he was probably a three year old, but he still looked juicy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. still real solid. Uh, one fifty eight class three year old. Dead, dead, yeah. dead. <laughs> so this is more of a would you rather? This is a good. I've I thought about yeah, this. shooter pass. Uh, well, this it's not a shooter pass question, but since everybody's going off the handle, I thought of one that we were going to add. I was gonna <laughs> add. All right, one. go. So in Illinois, would you rather it go to a one buck state? Or would you rather Illinois' firearm season mirror Iowa's? Illinois' firearm season mirror Iowa's. I love that season. Yep. That's what I'm going with. Not their use. season. I love that though. we're a two-buck state. <laughs> I don't like Iowa's use season. I love that we're a two-buck state, but I'll tell you what, it would it would, it would would lengthen out the season for, for us because there's been you know a handful of years. Not every year we do this, but typically one of us bucks out in during our rutcation. So the by thing the with, it, Iowa's, with Iowa's, you're only allowed one we, gun tag and bow, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It would lengthen out the season for us if we could, but it would be the right time. So I think. Are, I think what I would like would be one buck shotgun tag only, and then you can kill one with a bow. But just one buck shotgun. Don't you cannot get two buck shotguns. I do not. I, that's the one thing I think they need to change. But I would probably go with Iowa's in that scenario. But X their youth season. Change their youth season to a different date. I know it's youth hunters out there, but man, they they dominate in Iowa. What is what is going on here? The gun guy just said he don't want two gun buck tags. No, I just I think that's. <laughs> I've never killed two bucks with a gun ever. We need a really good. And, and I mean, not not because I mean I just I always get one buck tag, and if you ever so do we. It, you yeah. just but we, there's guys out there that I know that killed two bucks with a gun every yeah. year. I figure I feel like that would eliminate a lot of the bucks killed in Illinois if they went to one huh. one shotgun tag. That's fair. Yeah. What would you rather have, homie? 
the, the change gu- season? The gun season with Iowa. What about you? One tag? I feel like the ta- I feel like the age structure after like three or four years of that law being in place would be incredible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, it would, would definitely it would change the answers to a lot of these questions, the shooter pass that I think you just gave us. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that was my debacle is like processing, okay, you have a tag. And the caveat to that is not so much the guys that are really coveting the tag, but it's it's like what you're talking about, the two buck guys with gun tags, you know, they only got one. So when they're one and done, they're done. Mm-hmm. You know, so like fifty percent of the deer that and I'm not saying they're deer or anybody's possess you know, they're not. Until you have your tag on it, it's not your animal. But like it would it would eliminate fifty percent of the deer that you don't want to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big or small. Just Who knows? Yeah, it just would. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, e- even on social media. Like it's you get in some of these hunting groups, and you see like Kentucky open up, and you know they get one buck, and you see you know deer just start going down, and it's like man, like your season's over. Right. You know, I mean, right. you, you can go out there and hammer some does, but like yeah. what you're doing's, <laughs> yeah. it's all over here, bud. Yeah, your bow yeah. season is over if you kill first of November. Being a glutton, I like the Iowa. Se- the Iowa setup because it would, you know, you have two tags, but if, you know, if we ever get to but a point where we're hunting a deer, I feel like if you did that, all the people that I'm only a bow hunter would gun hunt. So right. you'd have that added in there. Right. So the guys that killed in October with a bow, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to gun hunt this year just so I can get back out there. But I really wish I could use my bow. No, they'd be, they'd be out there. Right. They wouldn't not hunt if they like hunting a lot. So you would have more shotgun hunters guaranteed if right. you only had but you can only kill one deer so it would probably equal out to what num- numbers we really have but th- i feel like there would be more people out there maybe trying to kill the big buck like they shot a buck with a bow they're like damn it this other one just showed up oh yeah they're not gonna go no i'm only a bow hunter they're so, gonna be out there no right answer i suppose no yeah that's no that's a good one though yeah for sure um well that kind of brings us to the end here at least on our end so here's a really big announcement um, Shed Kings. This is a new series that we're developing right now. It's in the works. We have eight episodes lined up and we're going to be dropping it throughout February and March. Um, basically what we're going to do is we're going to go interview eight different people to find out what the secret sauce is to finding monster deer antlers. Um, so people that have found, you know, giant shed antlers in Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, in the Midwest, um, near where we're from here and just ask the simple question, where did you find these antlers? in an effort to understand where are giant deer bedding, where are the mature bucks that everybody's been going after for the last four months, where the hell are they living during the late season? And I want to find that out. And so that series is going to be on there. There's going to be interviews from uh, people that have maybe just scooped up one giant set, maybe multiple giant sets, and uh, we're just going to try to understand where big bucks are living during the late season, and I think it's going to be pretty cool. And it's going to be kind of the wow factor, too, because I'm sure they're, uh, I've got a couple people lined up with some plus 200-inch match set of sheds and that are incredible antlers. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, the Whitetail Legacy video podcast, that's going to be coming down the pipe here soon. Um, those are going to be live on the Last Breath YouTube channel every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Everything from the Legend of the Woods series all the way from their Tip Tactic ex- episodes with their experts and, uh, you know, a typical hunting camp story type episode. Um, we've got some discount codes in the inner circle, uh, our public land series for those of you guys that are a new listener to us and, uh, 
are coming, you know, more so from the public land aspect inside of hunting. We have a public land series that these guys actually helped us develop on our YouTube channel right now. As always, in uh, 2021, we're going to keep the Last Breath Lives rolling every Wednesday at 7 p.m., and that's pretty much all I have. Thank you very much for listening to the HuntCast. Thank you for listening to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Anybody got anything good or noteworthy to say before we shut her down? Nope, I'm solid. Appreciate all all the listeners, like always. Um, Remember to try to always do the right thing. And uh, Whitetail Legacy's out and Last Breath's out. (laughs) (laughs) A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.